Welcome to Reconstructed Faith, a podcast where we talk about truth you can build your life on. We hope to dive into the hard conversations of life and faith and seek out reasonable, substantive answers. My name is Colson Lechner, and I am joined by Chris Legg and Brent Starnes. This is Reconstructed Faith. Welcome back to the Reconstructed Faith Podcast. My name is Colson Lechner, alongside my partners in crime, Bryn Starnes and Chris Legg. Uh, and guys, glad, glad to be back in the studio with you. Yeah, always great. Um, yep. We're jumping into another listener question. It's another anonymous question. Um, and so, do you should I read this first paragraph? Yeah, I think that'd be good. Okay. I think it'd be good. And then, uh, and then Chris will address it and we'll kind of have a conversation around yeah. that. Great. So, uh, first of all, thank you, whoever sent this in for asking us a question. Uh, On a couple of recent podcasts, this was several ago, Pastor Legg mentioned his reluctance to make actions illegal through legislation that which the Bible teaches against. As one example, he said that while adultery is wrong biblically, he wasn't sure that he would vote for legal consequences for an adulterer. Uh, Rather, he said he would probably come down on the side of, quote, freedom instead of trying to turn biblical principles into laws. And he, he goes on to say, I'm not sure if I'm stating this position correctly, mm-hmm. um, but is this the correct position? And so that's kind of the where I want to jump off with. Is is that what you were actually saying, Chris? Yeah. And then kind of can we unpack that a little bit? That's a great question, and I yeah. appreciate the follow-up. I think that's great. Um, so let's go back to kind of the big the big principle here. And because one of the things that concerns me, especially in the conversation of deconstruction and how that plays out in politics, I think often happens when we allow or encourage people to confuse things with faith, Mm. Um, especially when we encourage it, when we confuse faith and politics, for example. It's Mm. not that either one of those, of course they overlap, and of course they, like we talked about how everyone needs to vote their own conscience, um, and that's important. At the same time, what do we look for our government to do? What do we want it to accomplish? Um, and I think one of the things I am extremely hesitant about is asking the government to support church doctrine. Um, and part of that's because they seem to become inextricable when that begins to happen. Okay. And people begin to see politics and law even as inextricable, as like now they're now they're together and we can't get them back apart. Um, I tell people it's like th- th- we see this in marriage right now as a huge issue in the United States is that at one point... The government stepped in and said, hey, you're the way you guy and actually the the questioner actually further down asks about like the Protection of Marriage Act mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Yeah. And so the government came in and said, hey, we we're right there with Christian values when it comes to marriage, that we want to help protect this idea that that you can only be married to one person at a time and that both spouses are protected when either one of them is a problem, like and, and that the children are protected when they're together and there's certain rights like visiting you in your hospital bed or being mm. an automatic inheritor, like you automatically inherit. If your spouse dies and you have no will, you automatically inherit everything. Well, the government, like, yeah, yeah, we're all we're on board for all of that. And we want there to be rules and laws about how you can get divorced and limitations on how you can do that. And and we want to be a part of the marriage process, which had not been necessarily a government role in the past. Um, the role of government in marriage was pretty non uh, non-substantial, if anything, so around you, most of the world. So, well, okay. And the, m- most of the world. And w- most and of history. So 
marriage licenses and yeah, that kind so of a thing. Probably at least your great grandparents, their marriage was recorded in the family Bible, not mm. in a state document. Mm. And so there that that whole that whole concept of the the government coming in and saying we want to support your values. Mm. So we're going to create laws about that, we're going to create rules about that, we're going to create standards, we're going to create departments of the government that are all mm. about all these things. Which seems great when it happens, but then one from our perspective the deconstruction problem is then how can I deconstruct my faith in the government? And not be deconstructing my faith in the Bible or in Christianity because they're so linked when it comes to this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then <clears throat> also the, I don't know, skeptic, cynic in me would say what we have seen in regards to marriage is an evidence of why it's not a good idea to link the government. And I mean, it, it was, we go all the way back to the, you know, the leader of the church who, you know, um, which, which was it, Frederick, which, whichever emperor it was that the, you know, the, the Bishop of Rome, I think it was made him the emperor. And, and at that moment, it's like, oh, the church decides who the emperor is. Oh, that's how this, the church and the king are now inextricable. And you depend, they depend on each other. And down the road, you've got, you know, Henry VIII trying to convince the bishop to, you know, the, the patriarch to, to, to cancel his weddings and, or his marriages. And it just gets really ugly very quickly Mm -hmm. when we see these things link. Yeah. Um, and so I'm super hesitant mm-hmm. when something's only, mm-hmm. now, I mean, hear me say, that your only argument for something is biblical mm-hmm. doctrine. Can I interrupt I'm, you? I'm hesitant to ask the government to step in. No, please do. My, my other question is kind of going off of that, because I think some people would like to see it linked. Yeah, absolutely. What you're, you're saying, we see it be, why? Why is it, why would, what would your response be like? Why is it, why does it become dangerous? I just think because the government is not trustworthy because mm-hmm. it's it's humans without the power of divine intervention in our in their hearts. So what we see happen is exactly what happened with again early on I actually think probably the motivation behind this was relatively solid. Now um in regards to marriage part of it was actually probably an anti-Mormon sentiment. Um mm-hmm. is that is it because Mormonism had come over to America and they were engaged in polygamy, <clears throat> and the U.S. government was not a fan of the Mormon church, that one way they could kind of control the Mormon church was to start creating marriage laws. Mm. Um, and so I think there's, as always, it seems like there's always an ugly, uh, I don't know, affair, something that seems wrong yeah. to get started mm-hmm. when you start getting in, like start climbing in bed yeah. together. But And wouldn't you say, too, it it is easily switched? Like, as soon as someone else is in power, yes. they're going to apply the same concept, but, yes. but then... Um, enact laws that aren't in lo- in line mm-hmm. with. They may think it's in line with their religion or yes. their whatever, but it's mm-hmm. it easily can become um, that thought followed um, to its end won't support biblical Christianity it, as right. soon as the people in authority don't adhere to a biblical worldview. Mm-hmm. That's right, and that's what we've seen happen, especially with the progressive thought of of changing and improving and whatever all at all times, which means throwing the past away across time is is that you're left with then what happens when the government says yeah we we are who we're we're the people who who protect marriage we're the ones who define marriage we're the ones who decide who's married and who's not and mm-hmm. it's now a right that we protect and so now we have to decide from a government perspective who gets to be married and who doesn't get to be married and what marriage means and what its protections are 
And all of a sudden it becomes very, very messy. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and then like, like Bryn was saying, what happens when the, the government separates itself out from the church in such a way to say, wait a minute, we, we want to now follow a totally different agenda, but we're taking those church concepts, those religious concepts, and we're now making them government concepts. And we're holding <clears throat> to our view as a moral. Like, right. I, I think that's what we're seeing with a lot of things that are anti-biblical, but are, um, but the people that believe in them still believe that it's right and wrong. Right. Like we, they still believe that to not give someone freedom to marry who they want is an immoral. Is thing. an immoral act. That's yeah. right. You're being bigoted or racist right. or judgmental or something. And part of it is they have the backing of the government who we supported at one point that we mm. said, no, we want you involved in this. Yeah. We're glad you're involved with this. We're proud you're involved with this. And then later to come back and say, no, now we want you to not be involved in this. We want to create a whole amendment to the constitution, protecting the original definition of marriage. Um, and, and there is a difference in that, by the way, there is a difference with what I think the job of the government is versus what the job of the church is. They overlap a lot, <clears throat> but like I, I think of legal, you know, legal philosophy probably has more to do with harm mm-hmm. uh, from a crime perspective than it mm-hmm. does with pure morality. So it is morality. People who say you can't legislate morality, that's, that's ridiculous. Of course, mm-hmm. you can, and we do all the time. But not all legislation is morality, and part of that's because morality is an internal experience yeah. um, sometimes. And so to say why someone did something versus mm-hmm. what they did, well, the, the law has a really hard time with uh, motivation. That becomes malice mm-hmm. is the hardest thing for the law to prove is, I've got to prove that there was malice in your heart, Right. And I've got, I, don't, I mean, unless mm-hmm. I can trick you into doing it or have you recorded doing it, it's hard to prove. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, that's why I'm saying, you know, I, I don't know. And I've not, if I got called on the carpet and there was an actual moment and there was a, we were going to make, because I do believe in the sanctity of marriage. Mm-hmm. I do believe that, that that's a good thing and a healthy thing in a community and that the church should police that, so to speak. The church should monitor that and, and help people and come alongside them and confront them in that with other Christians. Mm-hmm. But but I'm not convinced that that's the government's job. I'm, I'm also not convinced that it's not. Yeah. I'm just saying. But I'm not convinced that it is. And I'm nervous every time the government steps in. And from a deconstruction perspective, we have a whole generation now that in, in a very short amount of time, for example, pretty much everyone agreed that marriage was between a man and a woman, an adult man and adult woman. And that's what marriage meant. Mm-hmm. That wasn't a moral statement. It was a definitional statement. This is what the word marriage means. And then so, then what happened is the government, in opposition, so all these things were, there were even laws passed to protect this. The Supreme Court came and said, nope, you can't do that. Marriage, any any American citizen can be married to any other American citizen. That's That's how, as long as they're adults. And that's the new definition. And within a year, the, the majority of Americans agreed with that. So what caused that change? It was the legal change that caused Americans to change their view on this. Hmm. And so that didn't happen with abortion, but it did when the, they thought that would happen with abortion, but it didn't. But with this, it did. And so hmm. um, back to this, back to this or the other um, uh, question from last episode about, you know, have we changed our view? The church hasn't changed its views in 3,000 years or 2,000 years. And the 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 questioner said, but they have. Well, that's that's this question. Yeah, they have. And why did they? Well, because we invited the government in to redefine things, to, mm-hmm. to have a role that allowed them to redefine things later. Yeah. 
And I don't know that I want the government defining what makes marriage sacred or what makes what counts as an affair and mm-hmm. what doesn't count as an affair and what like I don't know that I want the government involved in that because what happens when they take that ball and go home mm-hmm. I think I think we could see a huge deconstruction again and I think mm-hmm. we have seen a deconstruction in mm-hmm. that. So but you're saying just to clarify though you're saying in in matters of morality but not necessarily like protection of so like protection of life would be a safety yeah that's right that's protection right. standpoint right that where, is a harm issue a true harm issue but then you're saying this would be different because it's morality but i mean not harm in the same way not harm obviously. in the same way yeah i'm not talking about psychological I, I don't know that uh, that's another whole other mm-hmm. conversations right. whether but or not that's the government why those are different in your in mind yes as yeah. far as what you would be okay with voting for the yes. not, not to get into your voting record yeah, exactly like right what you would be okay with the government getting involved mm-hmm. in so i know for example and and the the question asked what my perspective was yeah. so <laughs> i know i would support laws to protect for example it, it, the question women. was would you vote for yeah, exactly it? <laughs> i don't i don't know how to usually right, get that right, kind of right, vote right. option um, yeah. <laughs> if i was a senator would i vote for anyway but the um but in this situation like if you're talking about I'm a big fan of laws that protect women or men from physical abuse, yeah. for example, or um, from other criminal activity. Like if you, you know, you can't be kidnapped or you can't have your property stolen from you or you can't whatever. Um, and, and so I'm a fan of, of those type of laws. I don't know where I would come down on. And I don't know how many other examples these are. Like, um, like the, the Bible teaches that rest is, is good for us. I don't know that I would want our yeah. government, although they've done it in the past. They there were blue laws when I was a kid that yeah. meant you couldn't go to That's certain places example. on Sunday. Yeah. Um, and I th- it isn't that. Here's the deal. It isn't that I don't think it's not beneficial or best for people to follow those rules. Yeah. It is a moral issue that we do those that we don't have affairs that we yeah. are faithful mm-hmm. to our spouses. Doesn't mean you don't care about that issue. No, that's I know I'm massively passionate about it. Yeah. And yet, I don't, that's almost part of why I don't know if I want the government yeah. mm-hmm. getting involved. So They mess up everything they touch. At when, when we talk about the government then defining morality, yeah. though, mm-hmm. I've heard the term like, well, is it a net positive or a net negative thrown out of mm-hmm. like, you know, will, will adhering to that, like, as a, is for, for the, for the culture, for our country, is the outcome of this a net positive? Interesting. So we'll yeah. let these different things happen. And that determines There's, the problem with that is but, but then you would start is, mandating church attendance, right? And for that's, example. that's what I'm saying is like and I feel eating. like <laughs> I feel hey, like hey, hey. I feel like that's really hard though. Yeah, like putting that, that is the put, true nanny put, state. But like putting putting that in the government's hands does seem difficult because it's like okay, now you're now you really are saying okay you're defining we're letting somebody else define what a positive mm-hmm. is for right yeah. for us what it well, is a you, negative that's a good question because yep, yep. i i feel like there are a lot of christians who might disagree with that and say no in hopes that the government would return to its more traditional yeah. christian ethic i want to vote for all these things and i think they should you know like right i mean i think that's a stance i i agree and i don't know that that's wrong yeah but here's so here's the You're other piece of it that's why tough for you me. Would disagree. Yeah, and so one of them uh, that that's what we've been talking about. One of them, and another one is God could enforce that. The thought of the government enforcing these laws is tough for me, mm-hmm. um, because we don't see even God enforcing a lot of these in the moment. That's 
Like, yes, we're supposed to continue to gather together with unbelievers, but but you don't see people skip church and then get sick because they skipped church oh, or, yeah. or get struck dead or get locked up and paralyzed. Like, God could enforce these in a in a very clear way because it's God's will that every that no one should perish, but that all should come to know the the saving grace of His Son. Yeah. But He doesn't force that in the classic sense. Now, in the big picture, He's rescuing us from the consequences of His wrath to, against our sin. So I guess there's some form of enforcement down there eventually in judgment. But but in the moment, it seems to me like God. God does God gives us a lot of freedom on how we decide our own consequences. Mm-hmm. And he says this is my plan for best right. your best life right. in me, but he doesn't force us to follow it. But but focusing on our conversation about deconstruction, I think this is the kind of thing that confuses people yeah. as to wait a minute, is your faith in God or is your faith in the government? Yeah. And so is can can God guide his people to stay faithful or do you need government agents to guide your people to stay faithful and and that to me is again all of these fall apart at some point and i'm sure right. you know our listeners and probably especially the guy asking the question or girl asking the question would ask the they would come up with examples immediately of like well what about this and what about this mm-hmm. i'm i'm not offering a clear delineation for how to think about this mm-hmm. Instead, I'm intentionally kind of muddying the waters, saying, I think these are muddy waters, and I want us to see them as muddy, not, mm-hmm. well, we need to mandate prayer in school. Like, mm-hmm. every kid needs to pray to open the day in school, and and or every teacher needs to be able to sign off on the Ten Commandments, or every classroom should have the Ten Commandments in them. Do I think all of those things would make a better world if people did those things freely? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. If If everyone followed... Just the Ten Commandments. Yeah. I mean, everyone's life would become bordering on utopia. Mm-hmm. As we had no more fear of people stealing our stuff, taking our life, um, uh, you know, judging us, all the different things that, that would change. But I'm not convinced that it is the U.S. government's job to now mandate that that no one make idols. Mm-hmm. Um, or that no one... Because that's the ultimate. If we're saying, well... well you know, we need to we need to mandate or legal make make it illegal to disobey God in regards to the affairs. Then I'm I'm like, well, the most important commandment is to honor Him as God. Should we make that a law as well that everyone yeah. has to honor, you know, Yahweh mm-hmm. and Jesus Christ as God? But, and that would be problematic, obviously. Which, like the extreme version of this, is like an Islamic state, right? Um, mm. Taken to a yep another extreme of saying mandate, which I it seems like it would create not that. I know there are very a lot of devout people in Islam Islamic states, but if if you mandated everything, then it seems like it would breed hypocrisy because then right. you're serving God out of fear. We've certainly seen. I mean, the Jewish, the, the the Old Testament Jewish people are a wonderful example of people who lived in a theocracy that they were unable and unwilling to follow for any long period of time. Yeah, even with divine intervention, like yeah. even that didn't do it. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, and we'll see that again. So. I prefer um, for laws to leave people with the freedom to make these decisions um, under God as long as it's not causing... Now, this is not morality. This is legality. So here, these mm-hmm. are two different things. Some people say morality is about not causing harm. I disagree with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, there, there are responsibilities and duties when we're, you know, when we're in that situation. But the idea of uh, legal legal. Law, most law should probably revolve around not causing harm, mm-hmm. especially yeah. with malice. 
Um, not just how do we mandate positive good behavior. Mm-hmm. You have to give 10%. You know, should that be a government thing that you turn in your taxes? And if you haven't given 10% to the church um, or something that the government confiscates it and gives it to a religious institution, I, I wouldn't be a fan of that. Even though I think that'd be a very good thing for everyone to choose to do. Yeah. Um, to do at least 10%. Mm-hmm. So, and and my fear would be if imagine if the government was in the job of confiscating ten percent and giving it to a religious organization. I, I mean, that would take what one generation before the government's like, I think probably eight percent is plenty. We'll keep yeah. the other two. Or you know the, what? Or the ten percent going to this other thing? Yeah, that going is, to this. Yeah, exactly. What isn't there a quote about? Like maybe it's just the concept of whoever wields the sword. Like when when you're in when you're in line with them, you like it. But the yes, minute it exactly. switches, you don't want them to have the sword. <laughs> yeah, exactly right. I don't know what the quote is, but. Yep. That's a, that's a good concept. So that's the answer. The answer to that question is, you know, there are some I don't know where I would take the stance on. There are others that I think are, that cause direct harm, like mm-hmm. theft, like murder, that I would say, yeah, those should be laws. Every government needs to protect those. Yeah. Um, what is the government's role when it comes to sanctity of marriage? I really don't know. Um, in the last 10 years, I've hovered nearer to nothing, mm. that it has no role whatsoever when it comes to sacred sanctity of marriage. I don't, should the government identify them, recognize them, whatever? Like, I don't know that they should. I don't know that's any of the government's business at all to be involved in marriage. Marriage predates government. Marriage, you know, predates nations. It predates more than a few people. Like, mm-hmm. so I don't know. I I wrestle with that one. Um, and I know there are examples and there's probably places where I could be called out on hypocrisy with this, that, that I've, I've said something somewhere <laughs> along the line. They're like, well, then you shouldn't have said that. And, and you're probably right. I probably, <laughs> there are lines that I'm, yeah. I haven't thought through this all the way. Um, but those are my main, mm-hmm. I, I think it causes a lot of deconstruction. When we're talking about pol- politics and deconstruction, it mm-hmm. is when we integrate those two things in unhealthy ways, mm-hmm. and then one goes away or one leads people astray, mm-hmm. and the other one feels like, well, now I'm being, dr- I have to cancel yeah. them both. Yeah, And that's tough. Yeah, yeah that and makes I, sense. Yeah, I think that makes sense. I think, I wonder if also the uh, the questioner was saying was thinking along the lines too of like, okay, I'm already... I'm already voting and thinking about politics mm-hmm. with my, with my, um, Christian lens, mm-hmm. you know, my, my conscience as a believer is being led by the Holy spirit. Yeah. And so if that's, if that's the case, yeah. How, why don't, why don't I just extrapolate that onto everything? Right. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause he says, what is wrong with our representatives like making laws that support the laws of God. And I don't think you were saying it's wrong. You were just saying, you don't know that it's, it's always best. Right. Exactly. Right. And, not and, saying and it's and like, it's wrong if someone does that. I think it's always dangerous. Yeah. That doesn't mean it's wrong. There's a lot of good things that are wrong, that are dangerous. There's right. a lot of very positive things. Yeah. <laughs> Being a missionary is dangerous. It's a very good thing. Yeah. So, um, I think it's dangerous and we need to be aware of it. And part of it is, I just think it has become in the past because America was so well founded mm-hmm. with a couple of exceptions that it became natural even for Christians to go, oh, the government will take care of that mm-hmm. yeah. instead of saying, no, 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 wait a minute. That's our job. What's, mm-hmm. what's, we, we need to, the government should have said, hey, we have a real problem in America with welfare. Hey, church, you need to get your act together and start taking care of people instead of necessarily creating a, a, a massive welfare state, mm. maybe that should have been the church going, wow, we, we need to get kicked mm. in the pants. And if we were taking care of widows and orphans as we're instructed to do, we wouldn't be seeing the government feel even the need to step in. Mm. 
Interesting. Um, so, so here's what's wild. Remember, so this question that we got, remember that not that long ago we had this question. I don't believe Christians have the right or authority just because they vote to push their version of how they think everyone should live on a nation full of people with all kinds of faiths and beliefs. So that question reveals why this question, um, why I gave the statement that enga- that initiates this question, meaning mm-hmm. that this this is how a lot of people interpret Christians integrated into politics is that we're trying to force ideals that aren't that are purely biblical ideals, and and so we have to be careful with how we do that. Yes, vote our conscience, and I'm not telling somebody else that if that they think there should be a sanctity of marriage act. They should vote for it. Right. I'm, not, I'm not saying they're wrong to do so. Right. Um, I'm just super hesitant. I just am so gun shy, almost literally, about the government's role in our lives. Because in my lifetime, I've watched the government so many times say, no, we support you on this. Oh, no, actually, we're in charge of it. Yeah, waffling back You're and in forth. charge. Yeah. We're following you. We're following your lead, church. And then, actually, no, we're in charge now, and you have mm-hmm. to follow our lead. And it turns out we gave them that crowbar and they're not using it. Mm. And we just probably were better off never giving it in the first place. Yeah. So anyway, that probably gets me on a list list somewhere. (laughs) So I guess also... Someone's going to go watch every talk you've done on politics and try to find a line of... (laughs) Yeah. But as far as that is concerned, then your view, Chris, of government, it seems like... And I don't know. I don't know if we want to walk down this. Path. Go for it. So go can, for it. Go for it. I, but I w- what I was thinking is like, okay, then your view of that is li- like limit the government. Yeah. For reasons of we to maximize freedom. Yeah. So I do fall into though I am socially certainly at the personal level. Um, uh, you know, I'm. I am. I am rather libertarian, if you could use the terminology, in that the old classical definition of libertarian, maybe even the old classical definition of liberal, even though, you know, I I don't fall, as we've said, I don't fall neatly into any of those and neither does anybody (laughs) else as much as we think they do. Um, But I do, I have always, uh, Colson, been intrigued by the phrase, that government which governs best governs least. Um, And I think there's something to that. I, I think there's something to... Uh, human flourishing being connected to human freedom and that that it's that we're probably best off when governments do what is only necessary mm-hmm. versus more than what is necessary and I'm a little bit of a traditionalist I, I think when I read the founding fathers I hear people saying stuff that I think yeah I think they I think not all not all of it and I've said that several times but right but there's a generalized sense in which they saw a highly hamstrung and restricted, central government mm-hmm. and, and, uh, and given, I've, given their background yeah. with other, yeah, historical governments, that would make sense. And so I'm a, I'm a fan of that. And I would, um, so that, that is true. You've, you certainly called that out correctly. Um, at the same time, um, there is a, because there is partially a distrust and part mm-hmm. of what I've seen the government say one thing and then say something almost the opposite yeah, right yeah, afterwards. Yeah. And, and so I'm a I am a big fan of us finding these answers in the most ancient tradition, meaning between in the community of believers, mm-hmm. um, which you know the family, friendship, the church, mm-hmm. our individual relationships with God. And I think the C.S. Lewis talks about this, for example, in Screwtape proposes a toast and in other places. Mm-hmm. 
that when we do start mixing these things together, we're we're now it's like we've taken our game and we're trying to play it on the enemy's field. No, that doctor with that back to that picture of Dr. Evans gives of the football uh, analogy that we're the referees. I feel like when we're in dangers, when we say, Hey, whichever one of you will do this thing for us, we'll join your team. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that's ever our job, but I think it feels that way sometimes. Right. Um, and so whichever one of you will do what we want, we're on your team. It should be whichever one of you is in alignment with the rules and with what God teaches us mm-hmm. right now, you have our support um, mm-hmm. in that way. So yeah. if, if you're, you know, not holding, we're not going to throw a flag. Yeah. But if you are holding, we'll throw a flag. And I think that's a good picture yeah. for us. I think that's a really good picture. And I also think if someone's listening and they haven't listened to kind of uh, our our unpacking of patriotism, mm-hmm. of nationalism kind of thing, I think yeah. it would be valuable to hear that, not only for themselves, but just to get an accurate understanding of where we're coming from, because I feel like you do a good job of talking about uh, your citizenship being in the kingdom of heaven. And as believers, that is the highest authority. Right. And so then we, you know, we are respectful of the authority structure. Yep. Um, And, and it is funny, things come out as we sit and talk about these things from the perspective of deconstructing. And I think to my friends and family members who are deconstructing and, you know, here we are, however many episodes in and, you know, the earliest ones were some of the main things, but, but it is fascinating to me how many people, this integration of politics and religion is just so distasteful to mm-hmm. them, and they've seen it abused. And so I think all of us need to be careful to recognize politics and religion are not the same thing. They aren't interchangeable concepts. They, they had better not be. And to the degree we're putting our faith in human beings, so we've said a thousand times we need to deconstruct our faiths and our faith in ourselves, well, that's doubly true of, of when you put us in power that our faith, we can't build our faith in one another or in politics to save us. And if you do, you will be disappointed. I promise. No matter what your viewpoint is, if you think, oh, you know what, they'll, they'll help us save this, uh, whatever this agenda is for the day. No, they, I mean, they may right now, and then they'll turn on you. And that's not, I'm not being anti-government. Government is a necessary thing. I am mm-hmm. just recognizing humans do that. And so, um, that we can't we can't place our faith there, mm-hmm. and people do, or they watch others do it. They watch pastors do it. They watch youth ministers do it. They watch their parents do it, and they do it, and then it falls apart on them. And what happens is the entire thing gets deconstructed. Mm-hmm. When, I mean, it's 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 like they've built a building out of bricks made up of religion and politics, God and president, whatever. And then when they have to deconstruct president, whatever, he's got these. God bricks kind of all fall down too. Yeah. And that, that was the mistake was building them integrated like that. So anyway, we see it. And so I'm, that's part of why you get the phrase like me saying, I'm not sure how I would feel about that. Yeah. It's a good question. It's a great question. Yeah. Well, thank you listener for asking Chris. Thanks for, thanks Mm -hmm. for answering and uh, see you in the next episode. Thank you for joining us for this episode of reconstructed faith. If you enjoyed what you heard or were challenged, please leave us a review. It'll help other people find us. If you have questions or a topic you'd like to hear discussed, shoot me an email at info at southspring.org. Reconstructed Faith is a resource of South Spring Baptist Church. Remember, don't give up, trust God, 
search for answers.